I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Great honor to have this gentleman on. Uh, many years ago, a lot of you fans may not remember, he actually wrote here in San Diego. He's gone on to bigger and better things. Does an incredible job on Sunday Night Baseball with uh, our buddy Matt Vasquez and Jessa Mendoza and Alex Rodriguez. Great honor to have Buster Olney join us on 97.3 The Fan. Buster, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks for that intro. Great honor to talk to you, Coach. Well, uh, let's uh, get your initial reaction. The Padres, an out-of-the-box hire, Jace Tangler, uh, kind of an unknown commodity to most of the fans here in San Diego coming out of the Texas Ranger organization. What can you tell us and give us your opinion? Yeah, and I don't know him uh, personally and haven't dealt with him a lot. Uh, and i got to tell you that when I heard his name emerge, you know, I had a couple of uh, initial thoughts. Uh, because, of course, he doesn't have experience managing at the big league level. One was, you know, the question of whether or not ownership would let A.J. hire another manager who didn't have experience in the same way that Andy Green didn't have experience. My second question was, um, you know, if A.J. was hyped up about him, um, how come he wasn't hired the last time when they hired Andy? And then I began to talk to people over the last few days about him, and they have absolute raves. And they talk about his work ethic. And they talk about how prepared he is. Uh, you know, John Daniels, their general manager of the Rangers today, sent me a text and said, nobody's ever going to outwork the guy. But I, I think this was especially important in an era in which uh, you're seeing a lot of the hires as managers be people who are really good communicators to inspire players to absorb the information that the front offices bring down to them, you know, whether it's an Alex Cora and Aaron Boone, A.J. Hinch is obviously really good at that. Dave Roberts, I think, does a great job with that. And from all accounts, uh, Jace is someone who it fosters that. And the Rangers actually felt like that when he was taken off the coaching staff to work more with the farm system because they felt like he could make more of an impact there, what I heard from staffers at the big league level was they thought there was a tangible effect that the, the outfield, the infield play wasn't as good is when he was on the staff. So absolute rave reviews I hear from people who know him. Buster, any uh, information yet on background of how this came together? Because obviously the last few days we've been hearing Ron Washington was the front runner, And then about yesterday, Kevin Acey came out with an article really saying Jace Tingler had become the front runner. Any, any idea how this came together? You know, Anthony, what? Everyone has been saying that I've talked to is that AJ and Jace are absolutely, you know, they know each other well. They have a great comfort level. Um, you know, maybe during the process, and this part of it is speculation for me, uh, again, if you're following a manager who didn't do as well as you'd hoped, you didn't have big league experience, made sense that they would bring in Ron Washington, who does, and someone who AJ knows from Texas. But everybody I talked to today said AJ was wild about him. And just uh, very inspired by him and very excited about it. And, you know, this is the person that he wanted at this time. 
You know, Buster, and we're visiting Buster only from ESPN. Uh, join us here on 97.3 The Fan. You know, we know that they call Bruce Bochy, and they would have liked to have Boach take this job, but he's going to take the, the year off. And, and Anthony and I are in here, and we're kind of trying to figure out. I've been saying maybe you give Jace Tingler a, a two-year deal with a third-year option, but, boy, if things were to go awry in year one, and you got Bochy sitting right up here in Poway waiting to maybe get back to manage Boy, uh, it could be a one and done, and the general manager could go as long as along with the manager. Well, and you guys saw the comments made by Ron Fowler. Yeah. You know, he's put so much into the Padres and the expectations for 2020. You know, personally, based on what I heard today about Jace, uh, about how he connects with players and how they respond to him, um, I-, I think he's going to be positive. Uh, but if you know the expectation of Ron Fowler and ownership is that they're going to contend next year it could be a short-term situation because I don't know how you guys feel I still feel like especially within the context of the division where you have the Dodgers who are a monster in terms of the talent level and the amount of money that they can spend it's going to take more time it's yeah. not like I don't think we look at the Padres next year saying yeah that pitching staff is ready to compete with some of the teams we've seen this October I just don't think that's realistic unless you're willing to go out and Increase the payroll by 150 million and add Steven Strasburg and and uh, Garrett Cole. Well, Buster, you hit it right on the head. I think uh, Coach and I have both talked about it. There's a lot more work to do with this roster. At, the real work starts now after you hire Jace Tinger. Let me ask you this, Buster, because I know he had spent some time on that big league staff in Texas. How did the, the, the veterans, the guys who've been in the league for a, lo- a while, take to a guy like Jay Stinger? Because we both know sometimes that could be a hurdle to get over for players uh, when they have a manager that they feel like hasn't done it before. 100%. Uh, and it was one of the questions that I asked uh, over the last 48 hours of people, and they said that you know guys like Trey um, really responded to him, that you know he really helped Hunter Pence this year, that uh, Calhoun – uh, who they got from the Dodgers, his play improved a lot because of Jace works uh, with him. And I mean, let's face it, you know, and it, Dave Roberts is such a great example of this, that we know that the front offices now are giving strong suggestions about what the lineup <laughs> should be yeah. and what the pitching should be and, and how the players are going to be used. And it really comes down to how can the manager push, inspire the players to buy into the information coming down and from all accounts, he was really good at that. Uh, and I know Jeff Bannister, their former manager uh, of the Rangers, felt when he was taken off the staff. And again, it wasn't a, a, a punitive thing. It was, look, you're an all-purpose guy, and we really feel like you can help us big picture more in this other role. That they they felt that the, that their play suffered at the big league level because he was so prepared and he got players to buy into stuff. Tony, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but I'm not going to be convinced the Padres are a real winner until they're on Sunday Night Baseball with uh, the gang uh, on, on ESPN about two or three times a year. Word. I definitely feel the same way. Hey, Buster, I want to switch gears because this uh, story just came down here in the last hour. Uh, Brandon Tobin, that assistant general manager, uh, Houston decided to uh, let him go after uh, everything that went on last week. And were you there at all when that happened? I was not in the room on Saturday night when the incident took place where he was shouting at the group of uh, female reporters, uh, you know, thank effing God that we have – uh, Roberto Asuna, who's their closer, who they acquired last summer after he served one of the longest domestic violence suspensions in baseball history. 
um, because one of the reporters who he was yelling at had repeatedly, uh, whenever uh, he came into a game, she would send out a, a hotline number for domestic violence sufferers. And so it was something that, you know, for apparently for him, bothered him because he yelled at her. And then in the aftermath of that, the terrible thing was, is that, you know, the Astros the next night, they didn't, you know, look into it seriously, the front office. They uh, sent out a statement suggesting that she fabricated the story. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and, and you know, which was quickly debunked by all the other reporters who were in the room from the Houston Chronicle and other papers. That got Major League Baseball involved. They investigated. I don't know if the Astros had to be pushed into firing Talkman. Uh, or if this was something they got to on their own. They're, in their statement today, they apologize to Sports Illustrated for the criticism of that story. But it shouldn't end here, because whoever approved that statement on Monday night, and Brandon yeah. Talkman didn't have the stature to do it, that person should also be subject to severe discipline by Major League Baseball, and you would expect that that's the next shoe to drop. I got to tell you, Buster, this is and this is just one incident. They had the earlier incident uh, with with Verlander and yeah. not letting a, another press member. I think it was of the Detroit Free Press come in because there was an issue there. Uh, would you say that they probably need to look at the, their PR staff a little bit too? Because they certainly haven't handled a lot of this correctly to begin with. And look, it's a natural question, um, but you would know better than I do, Anthony. It seems like that in a lot of teams, um, you're going to have a situation where the general manager will empower the the media relations people. And I think of Mike Swanson, who did such a great job for the Padres and other teams. Like he would come in and say, "Okay, this is how we're going to handle this." Right. I don't get that sense. That's what happens with the Astros. That the the media relations people are essentially told how to do their jobs, and you're going to do this. I seriously doubt that it was a member of the media relations person who put out that statement. I suspect it came from way high up in that organization, yeah. and that's where baseball should be focused on. Well, Buster, you know, the, the general manager, Lunau, or whatever his title is, uh, you know, he should have been uh, right there uh, game one with A.J. Hinch. A.J. Hinch was the one guy that, that, that stepped up to the plate prior to game one. Yeah. The, yes, the he did. who everybody talks about, he, he does this, he does that. He, no, he's nowhere to be found right now. No, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, he, he did one interview on the on the team flagship radio yesterday, and, and it, what he said there was appalling. Uh, his quote was, and I'm paraphrasing here, I don't have it in front of me, uh, we'll never know what his intent is or or what the you know the other person's intent was because they have different points of view and i when i heard that i just burst out laughing like what do you mean you don't know what his intent is you're his boss you can call him into a room he works for you you can call him into a room and say hey brandon what was your intent and if he won't answer you fire him and that's why i still wonder to this moment whether or not major league baseball came in and told the astros hey you're getting rid of this guy. Put it on your own letterhead or we'll put it on ours. Uh, very well, well put. Said. Hey, Buster, uh, safe travels, my friend. Uh, keep up the great work. All of us out here in San Diego that uh, knew you when you were just starting out and going up the ladder, real proud of everything you've accomplished, and you're you're carrying the torch for us. Well, I appreciate that. It's always great to talk with you guys. Be Thank well. you, Buster. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.